Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I'm your host, Erica Pizzo. I have a super special friend on today, Elizabeth. We met through Instagram, but we have become close friends now. Um, She's from Live For Him Daily. She is starting her life coaching journey, and so we're kind of going to hear from her today. Elizabeth, thanks so much for being on today, and if you could just start with your journey, what led you to doing what you're doing at this point? Hi, Erica. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So my journey started out with me being a very sensitive soul. Mm-hmm. I was the 10-year-old asking the deep questions that a lot of um, grown-ups were like, what? Like, what makes you think? Like, yeah. they did not understand why I was already such a deep um, thinker. And uh, that was something that I always was like, wow, I'm so blessed to be this deep thinker, even though adults don't know how to answer me. I, I kind of felt that feeling of like, this is going to bring me somewhere. This is going to do something for me. And so mm-hmm. I held on to that, and I always, I never let that go. And um I always wanted to help people, and my deep thinking was it was allow it allowed me to really, um, you know, I looked around at other people's pains, and I, it allowed me to say, why is that person in pain? Why does that person seem so stuck? I was able to kind of like be that. Um, I don't know. I could just see from people like a distant people's pains and yeah. people's struggles without them even saying it. And so I don't. And again, at that age, I was like, why is why me? Why is this happening? Why did God choose me to do to feel this way? And so um, it kind of just kept leading me and leading me. And then it, um, I stayed true to myself, you know, without like through judgment, through people being like, you're too much, you're too happy. Um, I dealt with a lot of people being envious of me because of my happiness, which um, I realize now as an adult that they truly um, just were unhappy with something in their life. And that, yeah. that my happiness irritated them. And it was, but for a while, it was kind of something where I, around certain people, I did. Um, like just kind of turned down my happiness around them a little bit because anything I said was braggy anything I said was too I was too lucky or too blessed and so it kind of just made me feel like oh I shouldn't you know tell all my blessings all the time because people just don't want to hear it and so Mm. um you know I feel like that's the only part I let people silence me for a little while um Mm because I was just like it's okay that people you know can't handle that happiness and I can just maybe um tone it down but now that I'm you know over the years I've realized that like no I'm not going to tone that down I'm not going to hide who God made me to be this joy joyful person even through trials even through hardships um I'm not going to tone it down because that's not who he created me to be so um Mm, I love that (laughs) I I can relate I I used to have people say to me in high school I remember be like why do you always look on the bright side of things like it was some problem that I had or something I can totally relate to what you're saying thanks and like it just brought me to my life coaching journey now over the last couple years where I am it's like wow like every little thing has pushed me to here and now I'm able to help people with life coaching and uh, you know life coaching to me is there's all different aspects of life, you know, our, our homes, our marriages, our um, children, like our friends are just balancing all those things and bringing the happiness and the, the playing those roles as God intended and being joyful in the mundane and the simplicity and just loving every minute of life, even if it is boring, even if you are doing nothing, like just truly living for him and just like soaking that in and basking in that glory and like people are like oh that's a boring life or oh you're not running around and doing stuff all the time and it's like they just 
maybe don't get that that is true joy to me. Like to me, maybe mm-hmm. it is. To them. Maybe they're running from it, or maybe they're meant to be a little bit more busy. That's okay too. But just for me, it's I'm a very simple girl. I keep everything very simple, and that's how I found my true happiness. And that's what through life coaching I'm able to do is help women see what truly matters, seek what truly matters, and um, rely on Jesus to be their strength because we need Him to bring us to that point of. I, I surrender it all. I want to only live for you. And through that, I'm able to do, be as happy and, and loving life as I am. I love that. That's so good. I, I think I've, I run into so many women that are burnout, overwhelmed, like extremely busy. They just keep putting more things on their plate, um, have a hard time saying no to things. I think that's just kind of in our nature because we want to be problem solvers. Um, what do you, what is some advice you give to people who are just totally running on burnout? You know, that's no way to live. That's what I would tell them. And that we have, as women, we have that choice to say what is the most important and to do those things that are, um, you know, only do the things that matter to us. And anything extra is extra. Anything other than family, home, um, and like our life, our most important part um, is extra. So like if we can take on a couple extra things here and there, like that's what we can look for. But like do not overwhelm what the most important thing is for us to do. And our purpose here is to create our homes and life environments um, for our families and be that nurturing, calm presence for our families, which a lot of women have neglected. And through that femininity, we're so blessed because it's so simple. But we, as women, we can also complicate it. That's the... Mm. the um, I mean, we all do have done that or are doing it still, and it's something that um, we can get back to that root. We can get back to the femininity role that the Bible tells us to be in. So I love that. I'm trying to lead my page into sharing more about femininity and um, just Mm -hmm. the feminine masculine roles that we have as men and women and how blessed we are to really only need to focus on that. And once we're focusing on that, everything else um, kind of falls into place. Once we're actually walking in that embodiment of who God called us to be which is us as women and then men walking then walking in their roles as men it's just yeah beauty of life yeah and that's so interesting I've been thinking about that lately like what do you think contributes to people losing their femininity and like not like fulfilling that role or, or being what God created them to be yeah like all the distractions you know mm-hmm. um you know women getting hurt and then um never like you know not trusting and then them carrying that masculine energy of I, I'm the provider. I, I provide for myself. I can't rely on a man. I can't like, mm. I've just heard all these, these words from women and it's like, um, they just, they're putting on these masks of who, of, and it's not them, you know? Yeah. Um, so just realizing that like what the world is telling you what the, um, you know, just, they're just not, again, they're not seeking within what's that softness that they're kind of putting yeah. on a heart of I got to protect myself when really even if we've been hurt we can try again and then Jesus and you know God's never going to hurt us so right. that's something I love helping women realize is that you know maybe you've had trust issues but you're giving your heart to someone that you do not have to worry about getting hurt again you know mm, I love that yeah that's been a slow realization in my life too realizing that people will let you down that's just a fact of life but we can still rely on God to be our greatest friend um, amidst it all and he knows everything about us so that is makes him an even greater friend you know because how many of our friends don't even know how we really feel about things um, and they still hurt us so um, I, I really love um, you talked about 
this book, um, Get Out of Your Head. Is it Janie Allen or Janie? I can't say it right, but Janie Allen, I think. Um, and you kind of read this, I think it was a poem or some kind of refrain, um, and it really touched me. I felt like, you know, so much of my life is spent in my head, um, and I a lot of times can't get out of it, and then I end up working myself into a hole. Um, and I talked to you about it. I'm like, I need to go back and read that book. But um, what about that book was special to you? Like, I know you said it, it was really impacting to you. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, so really, um, you know, a friend gifted it to me when I started reading it. Like, I just was like, my jaw was just like dropped because it was like, I really felt like if I was to ever have written a book, like this girl just mm. did it. Like, I don't have to write a book because this girl did it for me. Like, it was amazing of what how much she writes about the truth and just how much you know, words that I couldn't even get out, she was able to get out, so that's, it just amazed me that that, that someone had already done it, and, like, now I'm just excited to um, share the parts in it, and just share what I'm already wanting to share, but that book, for people that really, like, I feel like that's a great book to recommend for people that are, like, in, in their heads, or, mm. you know, we can be our own worst enemies, and that's what people don't get, is that, you know, the enemy, the devil can't mess with us, it's it's our minds <laughs> that, mm. are, that are messing us and uh he just knows that the world's going to distract um you know do all these things that um throw all these things at us that can hurt us and make us go into our heads you know the um the just worrying and the stressing and the um little petty things and when we are able to like pull ourselves away from the petty things and look up look at our own little problems they're so small and they're so minute really in the big big like scheme of things mm. and so um and I feel like when I finally realized that when I I was still worrying about people's opinions and little things that did not matter when I finally like did the whole like looking down at my myself type thing in my life I was like I felt heartbroken because I was like wow like Jesus died on the cross for me and I'm sitting here worrying about the stupidest little that's a pivotal moment when you get to that point because that's when you're allowed you're allow yourself to say I'm finally done like I'm finally really don't want to feel like this anymore I do know that I get in my own head and I do know that um it's not good you know I, it's kind of like if we realize that we're still living for ourselves yeah and when we're living for ourselves that's when everything's gonna get um you know really jumbled and feel like oh this little problem feels humongous and my life's horrible and it uh, it can really work on us <laughs> yeah and it can really feel like life is so hard when really it's not when we can take a step back and say this is a minor problem I will get through it like when we're able to realize that those that we're not so you know jumbled up in that that problem it's really we will walk through it and be okay and that's Jesus that's going to grab our hand and say follow me and it's when we just focus on him he, we're able to walk through the storm happening around us and it doesn't it's so crazy how we really are untouchable if we just keep our eyes on him yeah so what do we do like if we find ourselves in that kind of thinking where we're stuck and we feel like this one circumstance or this one relationship is never going to change and maybe it's been like decades of that relationship or that problem being the same like, how do we reframe our mind so that we're having that, like, bigger view of what the situation is rather than just, like, working it up in our head? Like, what are some things we can do to get out of that? Right. Oh, there's so many things to say on just that one little question. But, like, I feel like the first thing and, like, my favorite two words is just, like, to look up. Like, mm. if we are so 
focused on, you know, the problem and like someone not changing or someone, things not going the exact way we want to. Mm -hmm. If we just look up and we say, you know, God, this isn't how I want my life to be going, or this isn't the way I want my relationship to be right. Like to be, how do I change it? Like when we finally say to him, you know, help me, like, don't, Mm -hmm. like we shouldn't be saying, I want this person to change. I, Mm -hmm. I want this circumstance to change. We need to be saying, God, how like, what should, like, what do I need to be doing, not the other person, right? Like, mm. we need to be looking and focusing more on, like, what we need to do to surrender to that, that un, un, you know, popular feeling that, like, those feelings that we just don't want to be feeling or way of life that we're living. Like, we need to be able to say, what can I do? Yeah. And what do I need? And he's usually going to lead you to, like, focusing more on ourselves, the self-care, the being blessed, um, just living a life that maybe we hope our partner sees and changes. Maybe we hope our, um, you know, the other circumstances change, but we're still just living our life for him. And that's like, I don't, it's just, it's so, I love questions, but sometimes I get so like, <laughs> there's so many things I want to say. I feel like, is it just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I know it's a big question. And I think y- you said it well, like it focusing on ourselves and what we, cause we can really only control ourself in the situation we can't control how someone responds to it or anything so focusing on how the Lord wants to grow us I feel like there's been so many prayers I've prayed where over the years it's just changed like it starts out with God please change this person like and have them just be different or whatever and then slowly it's like okay God like I see you're working on like pride in my heart and like I help me with that you know and then it's slowly your prayers I think kind of become what his will is in the situation, but it's hard because you, at first you just want things to just magically go back to the way you want them, you know, but how do we let that go? How do we let go of like what, what we think things should be, you know? We've just realized that like we aren't in control, like you're saying, and we, um, you know, I love, I love just thinking of how, you know, Jesus died on that cross, like, not for us to want to, like, when he was carrying that cross and he was going to, knowing what was going to happen, like, had happened to him and what mm-hmm. was going to happen to him, like, he did not drop the cross. And, like, for me, mm. when I think about, like, all the things that I want fixed and I don't like happening in my life, I'm just like, it's just that one little thing that he did for me that I'm like, my little problems aren't, like, I can handle, like, just yeah. always remembering those are not that bad and that, like, life's gonna get better no matter like whatever we're going through that season will get better the um like it always does and if we look back at our lives we can always say we got through that we got carried through that like that situation we wanted to stop did stop like Mm. you see like when we just again pull ourselves away from ourselves and say you know does would did jesus die on that cross for me to be sitting here worrying wanting to change people wanting to you know life to be different no he wants me to be able to say like even though life may suck it still is still blessed to be alive like that's oh I love that that's so good um yeah I think that I it's taken me a while to get to those kind of perspectives I love what you said he didn't drop the cross that is huge I I think that that because I think sometimes we think of him in a human way, like, you know, we drop things, we mess up. So like he, you know, could have dropped, but he never did. He was just steady and consistent and he went to the cross for us. I love that. 
Elizabeth, I, I could talk to you all day, but I want to just kind of wrap things up. Is there, where can people find you, like your life coaching? How can they get to all of that? Oh, okay, so on Instagram, um, at Live For Him Daily. Um, yeah, and I just, I post like little things daily that um, bring me joy, that um, bring me, you know, to the feet of Jesus. Uh, mm. Just things that really I hope people are seeing that I'm living for Him through my little things, making making little meals, um, being outside, playing with my daughter and my husband, like just, and just thanking him every day, like truly just being grateful that, um, I am where I am, no matter if I, if it's somewhere else, like, you know, in a few years, I want to be somewhere else just right now. Like I am grateful that I'm here and that our house is and that, um, you know, or just every little thing I'm I'm grateful for. That's something I really hope people can get from my page is inspiration to be grateful for things in their own life and to start seeking, just the littlest things and it really is those little things and it's so crazy that God made it that simple that it's that simple to just live happy and live (laughs) yeah do you have a practice that just reminded me do you have a practice of like doing gratitude I know for a while I did like a gratitude journal but now I kind of just pray those things back to him but like what do you do for that just in my prayers and like again just how I'm living like that's me showing my gratitude um Mm. by moving my body by um eating nutritious like truly doing the things that I'm like God would love that I'm like taking care of these things and being this person so I'm just that's my like my gratitude towards him is just to live the way he created me too I feel like that's yeah it's like a a walking prayer like I'm just every day I'm living my life and it's like a I pray all day long by just living for him like it's crazy (laughs) yeah it's like that verse like do all things as if you're doing them for the lord and like that's actually could be like an outpouring of gratitude i love that i've never thought of it that way thank you for saying that well um let me close this in prayer heavenly father i'm just so grateful for elizabeth and for her time today she is such a light um i just love that she searches for the little pieces of gratitude throughout her day and lives them out and walks them out i thank you for the joy in her heart i can just see it i can hear it in her voice and i pray that it will just be such a blessing to the sweet souls that are listening today to this podcast and i just pray that you would inspire them to get out there and be grateful for all the beauty that you've put around them in their life in their day And I just thank you for Elizabeth and I pray for your blessing over her and her ministry. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Erica. Oh, thank you. All right. I'm going to put all the links below. If you want to check out Elizabeth and her website, her Instagram, it's beautiful. I always get inspiration from you. So I can't wait for others to see that. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we will see you next time.